Good morning, amazing people. I've literally just woken up. Um, but something has been on my mind, so here we are. Um, I wanted to come and talk to you today because... I've talked about this in a previous podcast episode, but I'm going to talk about it again because I feel like it's that important. Um, I have read quotes for it must be since Instagram started. Since Instagram started, by the way, if I, if you hear me talk different, it's because I'm wearing braces. So my sound has changed a little bit. Um, but... Since I've had Instagram, I've listened to quotes, I've followed quotes, and especially with the upcoming of podcasts, I think a lot of people are turning to quote pages and podcasts for life lessons, advice. Um, Some people even might come to my podcast for advice or my Instagram for advice or um, to get inspiration from my quotes. And I think what I've learned is that the way you look at the quotes when you read them really changes how much of an effect they will have on you. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I've read a lot of quotes that um, I felt were Bible. I felt like they applied 100%. They made so much sense. They were my story. Um, And so they became something I lived by. And then when you move on in life, you realize that this quote that you've read, this text that you've read, made sense for a certain amount of time in your life, whenever that was applicable. But once you go further than what you've read, you realize that life isn't static like those few words on your screen. And I really just want to share how I've made it harder on myself sometimes by reading many quotes and by listening to what I've heard on podcasts or do you know what I mean? And um, I'm going to give you an example. One example that I gave in the previous podcast had to do with relationships. So I'm going to repeat that again. I went through different stages of beliefs of relationships because of what I was reading online. So at first I was believing when this whole twin flame thing and this whole soulmate thing and this whole, um, if we get through the struggle together, then we're worthy of having a good relationship together. There was so many quotes about that online. Obviously they fitted my current situation because I was struggling in my relationships and um, I needed to get give myself... Um, a valid reason or a valid understanding as to why I was struggling so much. Because obviously, even though you are going through trauma or you're not aligned or you're feeling off, you're going to notice that the relationship doesn't feel healthy. So you're going to look for information online to find reasoning as to why it's feeling off. And so I found quotes that And I think most of us do this. And I think it's a very hard thing to admit because if you remember yourself looking for quotes, your mood defines which quotes resonate. And I think that that is so important to remember because if you feel like 
your boyfriend, your mom, your sister, your girlfriend, your partner, your teacher, your I don't know who is treating you a certain type of way or is making you feel a certain type of way, all of a sudden you're going to feel like, why does the internet know? Why is the whole internet filled with quotes that make sense about my situation? It is because, I don't remember the name of it, but there is something in psychology that says if you now buy a yellow BMW, all of a sudden, everywhere, you're going to see BMW. Not necessarily the yellow one, but all of a sudden, everywhere, you're going to see the BMW. If you crave Red Bull, all of a sudden, now, everywhere in stores, Red Bull is going to stand out to you. So whenever you're dealing with something or your mind is occupied with something, you're going to recognize that in everything that you're doing and everything that you're scrolling past. So the other thing, that was the first example. So in relationships, because I was struggling so much in relationships and I was desperately looking for answers on as to why I was struggling so much, I logically started seeing things that resonated at least with my struggle. And then you go and look within the reasonings for the struggle to be there for something that makes the most sense to you. And most of the time, you also bring into play what you want it to be. I was in toxic relationships, but I felt wholeheartedly that I loved this person. So if the quote was saying that you're in a struggle and this relationship is unhealthy and it's toxic and you need to leave, it didn't resonate because that wasn't the outcome that I wanted it to have. Right? So I read that and I thought, no, that's not for me. Then I read something that said that in order for you to have a happy relationship, you need to get through these struggles and you need to find a common ground and you will get there. It's just the dynamic of twin flames. You think, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you find the sense where you want your sense to be that directs your preferred outcome. And even though the people that have followed me the people that know themselves, we think at any given time that we are aware, that we are honest with ourselves, that we are reflective. I can honestly and truly say that throughout this whole process, since I've been sharing my stuff on social media, I have been aware, I've been self-reflective, I've been honest with myself, I've been true to myself, but you can only be as true to yourself and as honest with yourself as far as you know. When I read those quotes and I thought this is it and I was manipulating myself, I wasn't aware that that was what I was doing because in all honesty, we all see situations depending on how we decide to look at it and depending on where we want to go with what we're looking at. It happens all the time, every single day with everything that we are doing. Um... It can be as simple as you are nervous to tell someone something and so you have tension energy and you're hyper aware of what they're going to respond. And then when you read their response, you read into every single word of the response and the tone, even though it's over WhatsApp, you read the tone that you can't even read. Now, all of a sudden, there is no dot at the end of what is being said. And now you think that that person is actually taking it wrong. So then you're going to anticipate your whole response to that based on how you perceived it, based on how nervous you were to send it. Do you understand what I mean? So it is very important to be aware that 
we manipulate our perception every single day based on where we move from. And that's also why it's very important. This is a little bit of a side note, but that's also why it's so important to really look at yourself and be like, what am I moving from? What am I feeling at the moment? And what do I want the outcome to be? Okay, how can that influence what I'm reading, what I'm saying, what I'm hearing? Do you know what I mean? Because how we feel and how we want things to go has a really big big impact on how we perceive what, what happens or what we see, what we hear, what we feel. So the second thing I was, the second example I was going to give is I read so many quotes saying, if my peace isn't extended because of the person I meet, or if you are not better than my peace, then I do not want it. Let me tell you something. I've met someone, yeah? Very, very lovely man. Loving, caring. He's a different type of man. Like, when I see him, he's very soft. He's very well-spoken. He's very nurturing and very caring. Whereas I believe that being a man was someone who was firm and who was strong and who was, you know, a little bit rah. This guy is strong, but he's so soft and loving and caring and honest and transparent and willing. And he is so soft in the best way possible that he reminds me of a true man. When I see him, I'm like, yo, you're such a man. Like when I'm, I can't even explain Like he is for me how I think a man should be nurturing, caring, loving, providing, protecting, very soft. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's, he is very amazing, right? But I've been single for a while. And even when I wasn't single, I was in a situationship that made me feel like I was single while being deeply in love with someone. But because we weren't on the same page, I felt single. And I felt like not really lovable. When I was single, I told myself, I'm going to be alone unless, due to quotes I've read, I read them because, let me tell you something. Let me tell you the whole thinking pattern behind why I felt like this made sense. I was so desperately looking for peace. I worked so fucking hard to create peace for myself to have a nice house that made me feel good, to create patterns where I take good care of myself, where my house is clean, where my mind is clean, where my mind is at rest, where whatever I speak on is peaceful. I've eliminated people from my life that were bringing disruption. I've created bonds with the people that I love that make me feel good, uplifting, loved, seen, understood, heard, You know what I mean? I've literally worked so hard on every single aspect of my life. Even financially, I've worked to the place where I can say that I'm financially very stable. I've worked so hard that I'm doing a job that I love and jobs are coming to me in abundance. I can literally decide what I want to do and when out of all the things that I love to do. Like everything is in abundance. Now, Mr. Perfect, not perfect, but perfect for me has come along and I'm approaching him with the idea of you need to be better than the piece that I've created for myself. Let me tell you something. I 
have lived by myself for a long time. A long time. My own energy in my house, not having to deal with nobody else, not having to take nobody into consideration, not having to deal with nobody's energy, not having to deal with other people's habits, not having to deal with nothing, not having to be in contact with anyone when I don't want to, not having to combine personalities, being understanding, learning somebody, the whole process of building a solid foundation for a relationship, right? This quote that I keep playing in my head whenever I see him, whenever I talk to him, whenever I approach him, everything that he is, unless it is smooth sailing, is almost too much, according to that quote. Because my peace is that I've created is based on me. Adding something to that is going to give the peace a different dynamic. I need to build with him to find common peace. That building is not easy. It's not hard. We're not fighting. We're not arguing. We're not butting heads. But I need to take time to learn him. I need to take time to learn myself with him. I need to give him space to be himself. I'm sorry. If I take it very literal, me and my peace is me living exactly how I've been living. I can't do that with this person. Not because he doesn't let me, but because living with someone means that you need to give space for that someone to exist. I've given myself all the space. So the piece that I had, this 100% piece that I had, I need to give him some percent. Because you know how they say people need to be an extension of you. People need to be like you are a whole by yourself. And whoever comes into your life needs to add to that. Yeah, but let me tell you something. I was taking up all the space of everything that I had to give. And that is as real as I can be. I was so selfish, rightfully so, well-deserved, to myself and my needs and my love and my attention and my everything that the dynamic changes so drastically when you meet someone because you need to adjust everything. You need to adjust everything from your mindset to your time to your habits. Not change, but like... If my habit, let's say, was to be that I'm never on my phone. Now I want to be on my phone. Not all the time. This is not reality, actually, but I'm just giving an example. Now I need to, I want to be on my phone to speak to that person. That means that I have to change some of that habit in order for it to fit my new needs like when you're alone and when I think this is the better way to say it when you're by yourself your needs and your wants and your energy output and your energy and time um balance have to be spread over different things like you can just they are just focused on you and whatever you want. I don't have to take nothing and no one into consideration. Do you know that? So that was my piece. Having the space to do whatever I want, whenever I want it. 
If I want to live in a shithole and not clean my shit, I can. If I want to not wipe my ass, I can. You know, it's weird examples, but it's a fact. And then when you meet someone, your whole mindset starts to think about we instead of I. And then you want to do nice stuff for them. And then you want to go out with them. And then you want to have them in your house. But then your house was just for you and that was your piece. But now they say it's an extension of your piece, but you're in my piece. And so how does how is that an extension of, you know, because you're taking from my piece that I had and... You shouldn't look at it necessarily like that, but I'm just trying to make it graphic what happens, right? So what I've come to realize then is that I set myself up for a little bit of failure because when I said that to myself, when I was alone, um, I actually gave up on finding someone. I had told myself, you're going to be single. This is something I haven't shared on here. I'm pretty confident. I said to myself, you're going to be single. You're going to be a single mom and you're going to raise your child or children on your own. You can have a little love and a little sex and a little whatever it is on the side whenever you want to. But you're just going to be single. That's the reality that you're going to have to accept. It made me cry. It made me sad. Then I had this um, shit with my endometriosis and not being sure if I could have any birth control and whole shebang crazy. And then as I was going through that, I met my person. So that was also a thing. I had told myself that someone I was going to find was going to have to be more peaceful than what I've created for myself. And I also told myself that, you know what? It really helped me that I told myself that because I raised the bar by saying that before people were disrupting my peace left right and center because I just wanted love and I just wanted to be seen and I just didn't want to be alone and I also wanted to be worthy in relationships and yada 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 but I wasn't in a place where I knew my boundaries where I wasn't moving from from trauma you know all that stuff and so Saying that whoever I was going to meet was going to have to give me more peace than I, than I like extend the peace that I already give to myself. It just made all the sense. And I needed that because it raised the bar. It gave me boundaries. It it gave me perspective. It was really good to um, tell myself that. But then once I met him and we started to get to know each other, I wasn't feeling as peaceful. Now I had to think about meeting him. I had to think about all the things that come along with getting to know somebody and also wanting to do it the right way. So not rushing. You want to take the time to really get to know somebody. You really, um, want to look, well, me, my perception of relationships have really changed. I think I spoke about that in one of the other podcasts, but like, I don't just want to have fun. I want to let you live and I want to give you all the space to do that. And I want you to be yourself. I want to be able to talk about things. And it's not always going to be fun. But that doesn't, that is not the piece that I had in mind when I told myself that quote. So everything that a relationship brings didn't fit fit into the extended piece that I had in my head. Therefore, I have been rejecting, fighting, struggling with getting to know him because I had told myself for so many years one thing 
that now, once the time arrived that I had to apply this extended piece, I realized it wasn't like that. <laughs> it didn't turn out to be like that. The quote was too static. The quote didn't give the ifs, buts, and maybes, and the yeah, but it says this, but what it also means is quotes are too limited and too short to express the extent of reality and the different layers that come with whatever that quote is saying. Because whatever that quote is saying can make sense still. But those words only just don't apply. It needs more context. It needs more story. It needs more body. It needs more backstory. And I just wanted to make this um, episode to say that a quote, like five words on a page, even though I've shared so many quotes and I will share so many quotes, Please don't take it for Bible. Don't take it literal and remind yourself, ask yourself, because sometimes a quote can really answer the question that you have in your head. Just those words. But remember, you're reading it with the feeling that you're currently in. Also, with the expected answer or the preferred answer you want to have, that is going to direct you into a certain direction. And then ask yourself when you read it. Is this really realistic or is this just something I want to hear that makes me feel good right now? Because if you look at it that way, then at least you don't take it for Bible. That's the thing. You can read quotes all you want because they really give you insight, a lot of them. But you can't take it for Bible. You can't read that and think, because listen, never ever did I read it and think, oh, this is Bible. Never. It's not a conscious thing. But you read it and you think, oh, yeah, this is this is me, man. Then you post it and you're like, nah, for real, that's me. The more you read it and keep saying, nah, for real, that's me, you're going to believe that this is you. But it isn't all of you. It's just a part of what, what you are right now and what resonates with how you think. But then the more you repeat it, the more it becomes part of your belief system. And I've just really come to realize the last couple of weeks, months that they these quotes became part of my limited beliefs because the quote is limited. It's just a few words on a page. If you don't do no extra thinking, no um, relativation, is that what you call it? Yeah, relativation. If you don't do no um, um, deep thinking about what's behind that, contextual understanding, applying it to more aspects of your life than just how you feel right now, yeah, it's going to become part of your limited belief. And that is not what you want. You read those quotes to give you more insight, not something to heal from again, because it was it now became a limited belief. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. I hope it resonates with other people, because for me, it was really eye opening to admit that to myself and to come to that realization. Um, It also gave a different feel to social media because usually I really went to social media to find quotes also to Twitter because I feel like Twitter has a lot of good quotes but um yeah I hope it resonates with you too thank you so much for listening for tuning in and I hope you have a lovely day